0: Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. Today, I want to talk ADCC 2022, in particular, Gordon Ryan. The ADCC Championships are right around the corner. They're taking place next September in Las Vegas. And guys, if you do not have a ticket, if you're planning on going and you do not have a ticket, you need to get them as soon as possible. This event is going to sell out. If you're planning on getting your ticket a month before or a few days before, you will be left without a ticket. And you might be able to get a ticket from somebody reselling, or maybe even a scalper at the event, but you're gonna be paying triple, probably more like quadruple, or even five times more than what you could get them for right now. I know a few people that have gotten tickets, Brandon got tickets the day the tickets went live. He, maybe it was the next day, but it was within 24 hours of it going live. And he wanted to try and get as close to the mats as possible. He wanted the best seats, but he had to settle for the third best section. The first two best sections that were closest to the mat were already sold out. So I can only imagine how many tickets they have left. So please, again, if you're planning on going, get your tickets now. And you should definitely go. This is going to be a humongous grappling event. Maybe the biggest grappling event that's ever taking place. Now, obviously, the Olympics are a big deal, but for submission grappling, like true, pure submission grappling, this is the one. And it's funny because ADCC has come a long way, in particular, really, since 2013. That 2013 show was a disaster. I had been grappling at that point for three or four years. So I was a young, probably brand-new purple belt, and my goal was to make it to ADCC, As a no-gi grappler, that was really all there was. And that was my goal. I wanted to try and earn my way to ADCC. Everyone had always told me that it was the Olympics for us, for grapplers. And if you just made it there, it meant you were one of the best guys. And if you happened to win or even even just medal, you, you really were a living legend in the grappling world. But watching... ADCC event that took place in 2013 in Beijing, China, really kind of soured my kind of goal set and my mindset on you know competing in jujitsu. It just was so unprofessional. First, the event itself was just terribly produced. The stream was terrible, it was super grainy, the audio was off. There was nobody there. There were zero fans there. They held it in Beijing, China, and, I mean, I don't know about, like, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu community in China, but, I mean, it was like that, like, nobody in the country had ever heard of it because there was nobody there. There was zero fans, and there was, like, no energy in the arena. The matches, for the most part, were really boring, and I was just watching this, and I was just blown away by how amateur it looked. Like I would be so embarrassed to show this to somebody and go, "Hey, this is my ultimate goal and my biggest path." I've literally dropped everything in my life to try and pursue and master this martial art, and this is the pinnacle. I was like, "Man, this if this is the pinnacle, like what? Why am I trying to, you know, do this? You know, I love Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and I want to try and master it, but it, it didn't make me as a competitor. It Didn't excite me, I should say, as a competitor. It didn't excite me at all. But each." ADCC, since that event, has gotten better and better. This past one, 2019, the one that was, um, you know, the, the guys that, that that made it happen were Mojazeem and the guy that uh, runs Fight to Win, oh, Seth, uh, Seth Daniels. Both of them did a phenomenal job. The 2019 show was incredible. It was super professional. And they say that the one in 2022, this one next year, is going to blow that one out of the water. And... I just, I really want to thank those guys from the bottom of my heart to just really, again, especially if you guys haven't seen, just like go back and watch a couple of matches from 2013 ADCC and then watch a couple of the matches from 2019. It's a completely different thing. But anyways, this ADCC event, like I said, it's going to be historic for it being the biggest and best one yet, but we've also got somebody trying to do something that's never been done before. Somebody trying to make history. We got Gordon Ryan looking to do the ADCC super fight as well as his weight division. Now the history of the ADCC super fight is really interesting. And I'm not going to go too many details. But typically the guy that wins the absolute division has a chance to face the previous winner of the super fight. Which was the winners of the you know the previous two ADCC super fights. So Andre Galvao has been the longtime champion of the Super Fight. Like, he won the ADCC Absolute, I believe, in 2011. And he's won his Super Fight the past four ADCC events, so he's looking to become a five-time Super Fight champion. He's already got the record for most title defenses in the Super Fight, but he's got his toughest challenge. He's got Gordon Ryan coming off of that 2019 performance, which was almost flawless. Um, he won double gold. He went eight for eight. He just didn't submit every single one of his opponents. So he would say it wasn't flawless, but I mean, like I said, it was, almost was. Some of those matches he just made look so easy. And he's been saying for a long time, like, hey, I'm going to do my weight, the super fight, and the absolute. Well, the organizers have been very adamant. Like Mojezim has been like, no, he can't do the absolute because if he wins it, and then wins the super fight, he will have no one to face the next ADCC event. So that made perfect sense. But I was really skeptical. And I was like, I don't know. Like, is Gordon really going to commit to do the weight and a super fight? He's got Andre Gavow, and I've been, uh, I've kind of documented that drama in relationship. Uh, Andre Gavow and Gordon Ryan, and really Gordon Ryan, just the whole Atos team. So there's like a lot on the line right here. Like, that fight alone is worth paying the admission price just to see what happens in that. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if that just turned into a a fight. I can see Andre coming in and just using some really aggressive collar ties that are basically slaps. I mean, he's going to come in, and he's going to be super, super aggressive. I mean, he was super aggressive with Felipe Pena, and I'm expecting him to do the kind of very similar tactics to Gordon Ryan. But we've got Andre Galvao who is probably the ADCC GOAT. He's got the most gold medals in ADCC history, looking to beat a guy that almost tarnished his reputation, really hurt his legacy. I mean, nobody questioned Andre Gaval until this past year. Now, a lot of people are like, "Mm, I don't know. I mean, it really kind of bumped Andre down a few spots, I think, on people's greatest of all time list. But Gordon Ryan, you know, he he's also got to back up the talk. Like this is a really big match for him. If he loses to Andre, I mean, it will also take he'll, his legacy will also take a pretty big hit. And so for him to commit to, because it's been officially announced that Gordon has committed, and he has been invited to do his weight class of ninety nine plus kilograms. The ninety nine plus kilograms is it's not two twenty five. So the heavyweight division ADCC, it doesn't follow U F C it's 99 plus. So there's an under, I think 99 kilograms is 213.6, give or take a couple of pounds. So right around 213. And anybody that's over that competes in the over 99. Well, Gordon has ballooned up, man. Gordon's like 240, 250 right now. I think he weighed in at like 245 for his exhibition match uh, that happened at the Who's Number One event uh, a couple of months ago, and I think he's planning on trying to be two fifty five for this Andre Galvao match. So he's going to dwarf Andre. I'm imagining Andre at most will probably be two twenty, so he's going to have a big weight division and a lot uh, or a big weight advantage. And a lot of people are expecting Gordon to just walk through Andre Galvao, but I just don't think it's going to be that easy. And a lot could go wrong. It really, a lot of things can go wrong for Gordon. Now, here's what I love about it is Gordon is, man, he, he's really showing his, his how much he believes in himself and his confidence level and just doing something, again, that nobody's ever done. And him saying, look, I'm going to go win my weight division and then I'm going to go win the absolute. I'm going to double gold and, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. And if he does that, he really will have submitted himself as the ADCC GOAT. Already at a very young age of, I think next year he'll be like, what, 25, 26, maybe 27. So he'll be mid-20s, and he'll have already established himself as the ADCC GOAT. So he's taking a big risk, though. In my opinion, a really, really big risk. Here's why. The over-99-kilogram division, typically the, the fights are the most boring. A lot of guys stall until the points and then they look to get a takedown to establish uh, you know, uh, two points, and then they kind of ride out the point victory. Or they, they'll even just kind of look to win a ref's decision. I really feel like the big guy division is the most stalling division in ADCC. I typically kind of tune out when that division's going on. I'll go get food, I'll, 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 check out during those matches. I say that to say that a lot of guys are going to try and game the system against Gordon Ryan. It's not like Gordon's going to go in there and guys are just going to engage him. If he sets guard, he's going to have to chase these guys. If he's on his feet, he's going to have to chase these guys. And a lot of these guys are going to be his size or maybe even bigger, especially if you, you know, they invite guys like Orlando Sanchez back. There's going to be some really, really big dudes. And all it takes is one of those dudes. None of those dudes are submitting it, but all it's going to take is one of those dudes to get two points and then run away long enough. And they're going to get a victory over Gordon Ryan. Now, here's the thing if they get that victory, in my mind, it makes the super fight significance way less. Like, if Gordon's already lost this weekend, then, like, it's not the super fight doesn't mean as much, even if it's against Andre Galval. Even if he, he smashes Andre Galvao, he still has a loss. And it's not like he won't really be the best grappler. Then The absolute champion is supposed to be the best guy. Like the guy that wins the super fight, I mean, is is kind of the king of ADCC. But if that king, if he just lost, then it just it really takes the significance down for me. And he's going to have to do, you know, if he wins gold, he's going to have to have four matches before this match with Andre. And Mo's already saying, like he's like, it's looking like Gordon's division is going to have five prior ADCC champions. It's also going to have guys like Nick Rodriguez in it. And I think Nick Rodriguez is a wild card. There's no way Gordon's wrestling is going to be better than Nick's. And Nick and him have rolled, I'm sure, hundreds of rounds together. Now, there's definitely some beef there. We heard Nick Rodriguez go on to a podcast with Jason Chambers, and he kind of said that, look, what... The team dealt with and why we split was because of a poison there was just a poison in this group that we had to get rid of and obviously since everybody stayed together except Gordon and Donna here you have to assume the poison is Gordon Ryan and for him to come out and say that like I think was pretty big especially since everybody else has been really really quiet on it so I'm sure Gordon would love that match. But I know Nicky Rod would also. I think Nicky Rod feels super confident, particularly in ADCC uh, format, that he can beat Gordon Ryan. And I agree with him. Now, again, I think there's 0% chance that he can submit Gordon Ryan. But you're telling me uh, there's not a chance that Nikki Rod could score a couple of takedowns on Gordon and just beat him six to two on points or even just two to nothing? Or maybe they just go. And to a ref's decision, I mean, I think Nicky Rod's going to be really, really tough to beat in this format. I mean, let heck, last time he'd only been grappling for like two years and he took silver. I mean, he beat m- two former ADCC champions and lost to Kanan Duarte in the final, which was a really, really competitive match. It was a really, really good match. So I think, and I'm almost positive that the ADCC guys will put them on the same side of the bracket. It's just like when Gary and Dylan Danis and Gordon and Dylan Danis had some beef. Well, Dylan Danis' first matchup in the 2017 ADCC was Gordon Ryan. Like, they typically put guys that have problems just for excitement and entertainment. I mean, they put them on the same side of the bracket so they can figure it out. And I think that's what they'll do with Nicky Rod. I doubt it'll be first match, but I wouldn't be shocked to see Gordon's quarterfinal match against Nick Rodriguez. And, man, Nick's a handful. So if Gordon doesn't get that quick submission, I mean, how drained is Gordon going to be for a semifinal and then final match? If he ends up with, again, having to chase these giant guys and having to try and pin and hold these guys down, um, you know, he, he could be in for a tiring weekend. Again, technically especially if Gordon listens to this. My podcast is growing quite a bit. It's definitely probably not reaching Gordon, but if he does, look, Gordon's, look, you're the best guy. You're by far the best guy technically. None of these guys can submit you. I'm just wondering, you know, all it's going to take is just one slip up and boom, you lost. You make it to the finals and you lose in the finals, which for every other competitor, I mean, that's a great weekend. But for you, like Gordon has to win gold. If he loses, like I said, for me at least, the significance of the super fight has been lessened, especially if that guy goes on to then double gold. Like, let's say Nick Rodriguez beats him, then he wins the division, and then he wins the absolute division. Well, to me, it's like, well, if it, now, like, you know, Gordon Ryan wins the super fight against Andre Gavau, but the guy that beat him in the absolute finals, uh, you know, wins the absolute. Um, I I'm gonna kinda be like, well, I I get it, Gordon like won his super fight, but he lost to this guy, and then this guy double golded, like that guy is the true king of ADCC this year. You know, so Gordon's risking a lot. But it's a beautiful play at the same time because it is going to be just one more thing that Gordon can argue. That you really can't argue back. Like, if he does this, everybody has to shut up and everybody has to crown him the king of ADCC. You just have to. I don't care. You know, you can go more solo or uh, Hajar Gracie, or, but nobody did what, like, Gordon will take the ADCC and Nogi crown, like, with both hands and he will firmly put it on his head. And there's not anything anybody can do about it if he does this. It's a really, really gutsy decision, and I love everything about it. It's the thing I'm most fascinated about. So I'm also wondering about Gordon's stomach issues. You know, he hasn't really competed much this year, and especially in meaningful matches. When are we going to see him? Because Gordon's talked about a bunch in the past about how he really likes to compete multiple times before an event, especially something like ADCC. He likes to just get out there like this. The previous ADCC, he was coming off of that horrible knee injury. He had torn his LCL and had surgery. Well, he did a quintet, and it wasn't against the best guys, but he still went out there. So I'll be really interested to see Gordon Ryan's le- uh, activity level next year on the competition scene. And I'm really interested to see him compete against some really good guys, especially. Um, after the split. I mean, we haven't seen Gordon take a competitive match since the team split. Now, I was really worried because I saw all of the talented guys besides Gordon and Gary go to the B team. But from what I've seen from Bodani and a couple of the other guys, I think Gordon's going to be just fine. I mean, Giancarlo Bodani is a phenomenal training partner. He uh, has just looked incredible. Just looked incredible, and that ADCC trials performance is one of the best trial performances I've ever seen. And so I think training wise, and then he still got his coach. I think he's going to look tech, uh, technically better than ever. But again, you know, he's got a bunch of a bunch of added size. He's got different training partners. He, um, you know, hasn't been competing. He's not been truly active. It's going to be interesting to see what type of shape and what he looks like going and leading up to ADCC 2022. I'm interested, you know, because a lot of you guys, um, especially the dorks that really follow jiu-jitsu, are pretty much just crowning Gordon. Like, there's no way, like, Andre, there's no way Andre can beat him. There's no way these other guys, but just think about it. What if what if Gordon has four grueling matches? I mean, that Hulk matchup that he had in 2019, I mean, that was a tough match for Gordon. He, he could have lost that match. Now, hulk you know he he tried to suplex gordon like five times and gordon did a phenomenal job just skirmishing from that position and he ended up switching uh the position on hulk in the final minute and a half and then using the truck to take the back and then from there i mean gordon was going to finish him even though he didn't finish hulk you know it was a 3-0 pretty handed uh handedly victory like pretty easy for him um, I shouldn't say it was pretty easy for him. It was a really tough match, and he ended up winning. And and you know he said afterwards, like, give me thirty more seconds, I would have finished. Like, I agree, but that wasn't an easy match. And if he has a couple of those matches, and then has to face a, you know, juiced up, super motivated, probably the most motivated Andre Galval that there's ever been, I mean, he could lose that match to Andre, so he could win Golden's division and then go and just you know not have his gas tank and. You know, again, Andre's raring to go. He's in the best shape he's ever been in. He looks like he did against, you know, um, Felipe Pena, where he just had more in the gas tank. He just had more heart than Felipe. And what if he just kind of bullies Gordon around a little bit? Gordon sits, and then not much happens, and you know, Andre ends up winning a decision or ends up winning two points. I could see that happening. So we'll see. It's very, very interesting. But, man, especially if Gordon goes five for five, he submits everybody in his weight and then submits Andre. I mean, this guy, you talk about legend status. I mean, there will be zero arguments to be made for anybody else as being the greatest of all time. Until next time, guys, you guys know I love and appreciate you. The podcast has been growing like crazy. I've really been shocked. Um, in its growth over the past couple of months. So, you know, whether you're telling people about it or however you found out about the grappling discourse, um, I I really thank you for always tuning in and, you know, sending me, you know, a lot of you guys send me messages or ask me questions and I'll continue to, um, you know, just really be thankful for, for that and, and help you guys out in any way that I can. Later guys.